All right, how we doing, everybody? Welcome back to Hi There. This is Dylan. I'm your host. I'm here with Allie today. Hi Kicking there. it from Steel Pixel Studios here at 701 North New Street in Bethlehem. <laughs> All right, got a great show today. Hanging out. Yeah. Getting excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dylan, tell me. Please tell me. What are we talking about today? He's not he's not let me know at all we at all this week. We're he's told me we're going in blind and I'm so curious. Well, uh since today is Christmas Eve that the podcast is releasing and what's not. Mm-hmm. Um Wanted to kick things off just talking about some of my favorite holiday traditions, kicking through the holiday. Yeah. Just kind of a, a little little extra tail end treat from last week i thought we were having a good time and well maybe think of a few things that i thought of that were just kind of unmentioned that i'd like to take a second to shout out i've always Uh, got more to talk about (laughs) well i hope so (laughs) otherwise the podcast will be really short (laughs) Um, first thing i really didn't get to last week but i wish i had talked about a little bit more little christmas trains oh Hell yeah. I don't think anything makes me happy, especially when you see someone that goes crazy with it and they make a train that like runs through half the house. I'm like, you did this for three weeks out of the year and then you're going to clean it all up. God bless you. Yes. Come on. Holy cow. Can I tell you, I, one year I wanted that so badly. I said, (laughs) I said to the moms, please, can I have for Christmas this year uh, a, a train set? And I'd like it on Christmas morning. Um, so that I can set it up around the tree and do the, you know, you know, yeah, choo choo, very, you know, Christmas morning, yeah. Um, and I, I did. <laughs> I totally played with it for a while with all my other toys, you know, so that it would get go through like little ta- the little towns and Barbies would get on that shit. It was great. <laughs> That's awesome. It was an express for all, Polly Pockets and action figures alike. Everybody needs to get around to the different play zones, so uh, you yeah. guys can just hop on the 515. Tinker, Tinker Toy Town. If you miss to it, don't worry, there's another Lego one at 525. <laughs> oh my god. No, my, trains, uh, my trains did not run out of time that much. I think I played with it for maybe six months and then went back under the bed for six years. And I got a friend who's actually a train addict, believe it or oh. not. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> he uh, he owns so many trains he just can't stop <laughs> buying them. <laughs> he, the one day he uh, he got out of work and I was over at his house uh, chatting with his his um, wife. We, we were friends for a while too and what's not. And she was like, "He should be home any minute now." Actually, I wonder where he is. And she pulled out Snapchat of all things because you can find you know your friends on Snap if they're live. Sure. And all of a sudden she goes, oh, that motherfucker's at trains and lanes again buying trains. And I was like, oh, my God. You're not worried about him cheating at all. You're worried about him going and blowing money on more trains. It's just more trains. That's the most wholesome thing I've ever seen. (laughs) It's so freaking priceless. She was, like, legitimately mad. I was like, this is going to be a fight later, like (laughs) like some kind of 1960s sitcom. (laughs) Woo! This is the third time you've spent rent or rent money on trains this year. <laughs> We're gonna get evicted. Do you have a train for that? Well, yes, actually, I do. It's life size. <laughs> I give him three weeks until that happens. Um, I live in a train, <laughs> like uh, fancy trains with the beds and whatnot. I'd live in a train. I'd at least, you know, in a train. Yeah, at least once. At least. 
At well, I least. guess you'd have to try it in a couple different cars to see which one was the best. <laughs> Just don't leave any residue in the bar cart. I think you get charged for that. Yeah, that's a party foul. Party foul. Party foul. <laughs> it's got real far from Christmas real fast. <laughs> yeah, so anyway. Um, Christmas. Uh, baking. I like to bake at Christmas. Um, you sure do. You're no good at secret. it. I'm particularly fond of kiffles. Hell yeah, you sh- as you should be. Can make all <laughs> kinds of cookies, make chocolate moon. I used to make a, a handful of gluten-free ones or ones for folks with allergies because uh, one of our family friends who used to do a lot of baking with me was a pastry chef, and he had a couple relatives in his family that couldn't eat certain things. So we had like egg-free recipes and flour-free and all sorts of weird Odds and ends that nowadays is like, oh, it's super popular. Yeah, but this is like 20 years ago. So it's kind of like. That is so fancy. I guess ahead of its time. I don't know. That's so fancy. One thing I didn't talk about last time, and I and I wish I did, so I'm glad that we have a chance to, is I talked about making kiffles with my mom and my gram, but I didn't talk about baking, uh, you know, some classic. <laughs> Yeah, the good shit. Like Toll House and Nestle and stuff like that. Me and my step Oh, that's yeah. Easy no, enough. no, it's not. Me and my stepmom Kathy, we're we she taught me the way of the pill <laughs> You know. Poke him in the center and he laughs. That Pillsbury Doughboy, he knows how to bake, man. He showed me the way. We she 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 had to have sugar cookies every year, and um, she also really liked Linzer tarts. Um, and I do. I got them. I just bought them this year. I didn't bake them because I don't know how to do that jam in the center shit, man. But I definitely did some Nestle, you know, chocolate chips uh, and some just some make Toll a House of gingerbread. And then put <laughs> between them and stick it together. <laughs> it, it, well. I guess it's worth trying. <laughs> but uh I, I I like the sim- I like the simple way, I think. You know, there's there's nothing there's nothing wrong with a with a store-bought package and just popping that right in the oven, turning it to 350 degrees, walking away for 15 minutes, coming back, boom. You got yourself some some cookies. Yep. <laughs> yup, I know you're fancy. You're fancy. You do you do it the Not the fancy. legit way. I'm old world. You just, you make it, I don't know, it's it's better if you just make it fresh from scratch. I mean, that is how we do, yeah, yeah. Although it is kind of a bitch if you don't have a KitchenAid mixer, which I don't, which is why I don't make them that much. I was, (laughs) now, my, my, my mom, my Grammy taught me that that's how you get, uh, that's how you get muscles, though. Well, in the spirit of baking, I also wanted to bring up the fact that this time of year is great for making. Well, that. So true. And uh, also um, edibles, you know, oh, such yeah. as cookies and what's not. Brownies. Um, not safe for children's use, so don't leave them around kids. But making brownies is surprisingly easy. Would recommend it. There's a bajillion recipes online if you're trying to. Now, you've done it, but I never, I never have. It. Well, basically, first you lightly toast the weed to start to kind of uh, decarboxylate it. And what that does is it oh, starts to sort scientist. of act. Well, you're basically trying to soft activate the THC without activating it or cooking it off. So you do that with it protected for a bit. Then you put it in your oil or your butter, and you kind of just let it sit, you know, in some sort of heat source. That's what you call can of butter, and I've heard I've mm-hmm. heard that before. I like to put it in a jar, like a mason jar, and then put it in a crock pot with some water on low, 
or something that you know is Pyrex or, or heat rated. Sure, and you use that to be <laughs> into whatever it is that you're baking. Mm-hmm. You that's can put so, it on savory so food too, like turkey and whatnot. If oh, you're yeah. basting it, you can baste it with your your can of butter. That's so interesting because uh, it's Damn, like when you so. cook with alcohol. Now that like that cooks that almost oh, it just cooks right out. It does, yeah. You're cooking it off by getting the flavor, yeah, and, and you can way, almost do that. Yeah. You're getting less of the flavor and more of just you know the fascinating CBD or the THC or whatever you're you know medically approved to be using. It really is interesting. Or if you're in a state where you can just smoke it, then I mean you know have fun. Do whatever. I would say uh, best bet first try is probably just to make brownies. Unless you're allergic to chocolate, obviously, then maybe blondies or something. If you are allergic to chocolate, my condolences. My condolences as well. It's got to be tough. I have got some friends with allergies to peanut. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's really tough. Yeah. I, I have a few friends with nut allergies. I have a few friends with... Fruit allergies must get dicey around the holidays with all these jams. <laughs> but a one of the other things I I was thinking about though was uh, some of the traditions I really like, like watching Harry Potter on the weekend and whatnot, and you know, oh yeah, seeing all the snow in the castle. It's and really Hagrid dragon trees. Around. It's really funny how how. It, well, ABC Family really, I guess, is to is so much to thank for. Well, I mean, because, yeah, they coined a Harry Potter Christmas. Harry Potter weekend. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, because it was Harry Potter weekend, but then at Christmas it was Harry Potter. What was it? Was it? Or am I I just totally making that up? Did they do that? I don't know, but it's a good idea for a marketing campaign. It feels like it happened. You guys should talk to Steel Pixel Studios. This is some Bernstein Bernstein Bears stuff. This is a mandala effect I'm inflicting upon myself. Well, now you're just freaking (laughs) out. Now you're freaking me out. I think I it's real. Remember. It sounds real. They definitely did the Harry Potter it's weekends. It's probably real. The weekends <laughs> I know are real. The Christmas, I don't know. It sounds like something that happened once. I mean, it's it's because it's just <laughs> the first two, you know, with all the the snow in that. And the third one took such a turn that was not really uh, Christmassy. If anything, if anything, Prisoner of Azkaban is, I would say, more Halloween-y. You know, it's uh, it took a turn for the macabre. Well, it's kind of like the Nightmare Before Christmas. Like mm. y- you can play it whenever. either way. Yeah, it's, it's both. It I personally, I prefer I prefer the Nightmare Before Christmas as a Halloween movie because it it kind of sets you. It's really good for Halloween, but then it also kind of sends you nicely into uh, the, the dark time of the year leading into Christmas. And Skellington just doesn't sound like a name that you would associate with Christmas. i got to be honest. It does feel like Halloween-y in origin. When I watch it at Christmas, it just makes me sad that Halloween is over and that I'm going to have to wait that long for Halloween to come back around again. Yeah, and autumn and football and tailgating. <laughs> You fucking love tailgating so much. <laughs> love it. Love it. But no, it's it's great. And it's something that, like, those movies systematically came out, for the most part, in December. So a lot of the times it was, like, a Christmas time release. And we'd see it around the holidays. And it just kind of became part of the routine. And then they started doing those big summer blockbuster releases for yeah. the last few. Which was also a lot of fun. They were a lot less... Um, Festive, uplifting. Yeah, yeah. Probably not. You don't really want to watch the Deathly Hollows no. and then like go home and think about Christmas and you know it's just kind of sad. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Gee, Miz, I sure hope that Santa comes tonight. 
man, Dumbledore's dead. And then Dobby dies, and you're like, well, Christmas sucks. Christmas and the, and the elves are dead. <laughs> the elves are dead. <laughs> Guy looks like Santa's dead. Santa's dead. Santa's <laughs> Rip to Christmas. Christmas rip. When Harry Potter, the year Harry Potter killed Christmas. Harry Potter killed Christmas. Ooh. <laughs> that's pretty good. I guess that's a hot take. Um, other than that, I've noticed a string of superhero movies coming out around the holidays now. That's what I mean. That's uh that's that's the, that's in the zeitgeist right now, man. That's well, what I'm is so hot. Excited to announce that last night, and I know you know this because you were there. <laughs> we saw the new Spider Man. Oh, yeah. But it hasn't been a full two weeks yet, and I don't believe in spoilers. So folks are going to have to wait for us to bring that up next week. <laughs> I know. I know. That's yeah, going to be fun. Sometimes life just happens that way. But I had, a, I had a fun idea the other day, probably I'd say mid-morning on the, on the toilet or so. Hey, Dylan. Classic. Yes. Freestyle about it. Freestyle battle. No, 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 no. No, about your thought on the toilet. Oh, I thought you said freestyle battle. Yeah, you're, like, ba- what's happening? you're battling the toilet. Huh? All right, all right, all right, all right. Here we go. We got all these heroes. We got these new rivalries. DC Comics taking it. OG. Batman versus Superman. Man, what is that? Batman? Dude's getting fat. No way Superman will lose to this fool. He doesn't have any powers, just got a suit. He's got a car and he's got a bunch of merchandise. Superman can freeze things into ice. Got heat vision, melt you like a little bitch. He can fly around the world faster than you ditch. He can hit you so hard that your bones will shatter. Ain't no way you're coming back from that like a platter. Everybody knows that he'd win in a fight. Yet somehow he's losing in the hole. Zeitgeist? Oh man. Batman versus Superman just don't make sense. It's like if you took Thor and put him up against Ant-Man. Nah. That was good, but now, now I don't know, man. Now I've got to pick a fight with you because I want to see Thor fight Ant-Man now. Holy shit. Yeah, I feel like it would be fun and Thor um, would have some trouble at first, but it would probably go to Thor. I don't know. Uh, I think he just got to have Ant-Man get real small and then go up Thor's butt's hole. That would probably take him down a minute or two. Uh, that's not what I was saying. I was just thinking, like, you know, if people with suits... I, I, don't, I don't really want to bring Tony into it. He's already dead. Like, let's let's keep moving forward. <laughs> let's let him, let's <laughs> let's let let him, him be. Yeah. Let him rip, rest. Rip. 
<laughs> Let Robert Downey Jr. Well, think about it. Like, money and rest. Ant-Man's suit is more sophisticated and arguably more powerful than Batman's. Batman's suit is really cool in a lot of ways. He's got a lot of gadgets and gizmos. But Superman flew so fast he reversed the spin of the earth. I mean, he can literally catch skyscrapers. Like, he he can stop a speeding bullet. Superman can literally do... Yeah, like, I think if he's, Superman he's the OG, punched Batman he can do even once, it would shatter all of his rib yeah. cage and puncture all of his organs. He would just die. I think <laughs> I think that it is that they have an agreement that Superman doesn't come and kick all of the villains' asses in Gotham because Batman's like, listen, man, they're all really fucked up. Let me just, like, try and rehabilitate them and take care of them and stuff. All right? Uh, that's not that impressive either, though. Like, I, I didn't say it was impressive. Superman and Batman in the canon of the series have gone head-to-head 17 times, and currently Batman leads those battles 9 that to is, 8. That makes no sense. It doesn't. Like, how, Kryptonite comes from a planet thousands of light years away that exploded. How I much? The how, only, how did so much of it land on Earth to begin with? And how do people keep getting their hands? The on only it? reason that I can see that it's that ridiculous. Bruce has as much of it or can get as much of it as he does, and I'm not a DC girl, so I don't know this much, or I don't know much about it. I should say is that he's got the money. Well, yeah, he didn't. legend says he does. <laughs> um, that but, that and. and Money will get you everywhere, man. Apparently, implants or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it it's true. And like you have battles like you know Captain America versus Iron Man, and Cap has a suit, and like you know he has the shield, but the suit is really nothing. It's all the super soldier serum. Yeah, he's he's still like an elevated human. Batman's just a dude. He has no serum in it. He, he is. He, I mean, he works out. You know, power to him for that. Like, he good does, on you for he doing does, your Pilates. Uh, he does some serious like CrossFit. I guess he's yeah. got a Peloton. Probably two Pelotons. Look at One him. For Look at how much money that he's got. Oh, of course, of course. Yeah, every Robin gets. <laughs> Damn. Oh, <laughs> should have said that. I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> yeah, Peloton, uh, Peloton's probably pretty popular for fake heroes. Um, but then you have the weird, you have the weird rivalry thing. Like, who would win a fight between the Thing and the Hulk? Hmm. I think the Hulk, just because he's more romanticized, I guess. Like the fans hold his character in higher esteem. They just think it would work like like on like Tinkerbell, like on like like that people believe in him enough. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I do believe in Hulk. I do. I do. I can smash more. (laughs) (laughs) He gets like greener and greener. (laughs) Oh shit! He's glowing to the jolly green giant. I feel like it depends with with Hulk though, because you know if, if he's at his peak strength and something like World War Hulk, uh, yeah. where he can pound the ground and split he it, and literally, half, then like yeah, he just gets matter and matter until yeah. And you think the Hulk, the the thing's biggest thing, like he's strong, but he's more of a defense. Like he's Hulk literally a stone wall. Eventually, he's a rock. eventually, offense will rip out. Yeah, smash. Eventually, the Hulk's offense. Uh, yeah, yeah. Ben's right. Eventually, the Hulk's offense, I think, would beat out the thing's defense. It's just a matter of time. It's just a should matter of how angry Hulk, he gets. Should we include Hulk post-Endgame after he fucked up his arm? 
Well, that's a different. So we don't think that's, that's ever going to heal, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, if you if you're talking about Gray Hulk versus thing, I feel like it, it yeah. probably would be a more even. It would depend. It would definitely depend on who, on which, and when, and what the scenario would be. Yeah, like I feel that's a more level playing. Ground, this is why this is why I love comics and like these stories in general. And I know I know that there are a lot of people who don't necessarily love. Um, they're like, oh, another Avengers movie or whatever. But I, I mean, I love it. And I love how accessible it makes these stories and how each movie is a little bit different. And you can tell that it takes, uh, it takes inspiration from different comic stories, but that it's always a little bit different. So you oh, can't yeah. predict what's happening, you know, what's going to happen, but you can, if you're versed in it, you, you know, you get that little. Well, it's so funny too, it's because just, people, it's so that, fun. people that you can tell are only casual comic fans or kind of know about the lore of the universe are like, wow, they're really milking it with all of these new characters and shows and heroes. And it's like, well, actually, for the folks that have been following along, we're finally well, getting into have, the meat and potatoes yeah. where, like, the universe really delves into some of the crazier, darker, weirder stuff. Yeah, a lot of them have been around and, since the 70s, 80s, or 90s. Yeah, so you're, you're getting, you know, art that's existed for decades that's being treated as though it's some kind of cash grab when realistically... You know, the, the, the fans that have really been riding this wave have been waiting for this mm -hmm. for years at this point. And you do have some diehards that just really enjoy the genre, you know? That's what I gave you guys. You could just set it down and then pick it back up and kind of jump back in. And within 10 minutes, you're feeling the flow yeah. and you're back into the groove of whatever's happening in that particular movie. You might miss a joke or two, but for the most part, you'll be able to follow along just fine. And I, I think that's something really special for a franchise that big. You can watch them independently and you can watch them together and enjoy them just the same either way. Yeah, absolutely. And they've they've definitely become a comfort type of movie around this time of year in general. Totally, totally. In the same way that the comic book world kind of shattered and, and fell apart in the mid to late 90s, do you think that superhero movies have a have a similar thing coming? Well, I, I, I have to wonder. I mean, going back and seeing and seeing how uh, what I think Sony was intending to try and do this originally. They want. I think that they wanted to try and put together a universe, and it wasn't going to happen. Well, they didn't think it would happen. They got the they chance did. to buy most of the characters, and they were like, "Now we just want Spider-Man. No one really cares about superheroes, but Spider-Man's still kind of popular." I think that they were hedging and their it was bets. A big and mistake. I think that they were hedging <laughs> their bets sight. too much, mm -hmm. and they were like, "Maybe if we'll see how it goes," and then it was kind of too little, too late. I think you will see a drop off in cinematic releases, though. They they already have some forecast out, but I think you're going to see a lot more of these mini series where you'll get six to ten episode vignettes that revolve around specific characters and give you a little more context into who they are and how they contribute to the Marvel Universe. And they're not just, you know, a minor plot point in a few movies like sure. Hawkeye. I mean, nothing lasts. Hawkeye's nothing been fantastic. Lasts, yeah, nothing lasts forever. I, I do think that part of the success is the wide breadth breath the, the the wide variety of uh of genres so i think that if you know certain things aren't going well with one kind of branch like they can lean more into or yeah ex well yeah they they could definitely do a lot of money if they if they started yeah that would be huge now that's a creative way to make new superheroes mm -hmm. like spider-man or... and storm <laughs> super fast spidey senses <laughs> and they can create a hurricane 
They're like, you know, Wolverine and Scarlet. Scarlet. No, no, no. I don't. I don't. I'm, I started saying it, and I was like, Nah, I'm not, no. No, Scarlet Scar- Witch has her own pro- She's got enough never, going never, on. Never mind. She's got never enough mind. going on. Her and Logan yeah. would be toxic together. It wouldn't be good. <laughs> they would, or, maybe, mean, or maybe... She's already dancing with a dead guy. So. Maybe, I don't know. Or maybe they would be... Maybe they would Maybe they would understand each other. Spoiler, Vision's dead. If you haven't seen it by now, that's your fault. <laughs> I didn't give you any Hawkeye spoilers, but you better already know Vision's dead. Oh my dead. gosh. That's old news. You're so... Oh, you're so... <laughs> Boo yourself. Speaking of booze, it's time for an Eagles update. Oh. E-A-T-L-E-S, Eagles. This week was fucked. The Eagles game got moved to Tuesday at 7. Oh, my goodness. The birds have... Flown the coop. <laughs> I the, the, the NFL has done a disservice to my team in a way I haven't expected before. We we expect very little of the NFL and we criticize them a lot because quite quite frankly they they really screw the pooch more often than not in these sorts of decisions. But this week a team for the first time this season had a major outbreak. It seemed to have stemmed from their lack of caution or overcaution whereas the other 29 teams that are fine have not really experienced any of the same situations or circumstances other than the rare occurrence of one player or so getting sick. And so they move three games for the league, forcing the Eagles to play three games in less than 13 days. All division, all important for the playoffs, now on a short schedule because of the mistake of another freaking team. It's absolutely absurd. The league had already put forth a precedent that they would like rule a forfeiture if you were unable to take the field. And now they're rolling out all of these weird fake policies where if you can like pass enough negatives or something, you can fast track your way back if they think you're low risk for spreading or contact. I mean, it just makes no sense. It's it's become a big wishy-washy mess. No one's actually facing any accountability yet again. And the Eagles are paying the price for it, and I think that's bullshit. And that is my Eagles update for the week. Also, it was a good game. So, you know, that's cool. <laughs> Go Birds! Sports. <laughs> All righty. And, uh, folks, I have to humbly end my show with one more little gem of knowledge here. Um, if you haven't already been, please make sure you stop by Steel Pixel Studios to check out the in-house art gallery. Right now, Abby Roscoe has an exhibit hanging. It'd be great for you to stop by, get a few questions in, look at some beautiful artwork, and learn a little bit more about the space. Come see us here at Steel Pixel Studios, 701 North New Street in Bethlehem. Thanks for listening, everybody. I hope you guys had a great time. It was a great time chatting with Allie. And uh, let's do it again next week. Be here. Always a pleasure.